I'm thrilled to share with you that my new book, Intentional Intoxication, How to Deliberately Distill the Different Life You Desire, is finally available on Amazon. So here's the thing. I wrote this book for anyone who finds themselves in an unexpected, unwanted, or uninspired new normal. Maybe you've emptied your nest, retired, launched into the second half of life, or really just feel like you're surviving a sobering life hangover. In this book, you are going to get a quick shot of everything you need to feel lit up, alive, inspired, and fulfilled. And the best part, it's a short book, so you can literally finish it in one happy hour. Enjoy. Cheers to you, my brilliant friend, and welcome to the Intelligent Intoxication Podcast, where I'll get you smashed on success without the buzzkill of burnout. Welcome back, everyone. So tonight is part 10 of my Intentional Intoxication Book mini course. And what I'd like to talk to you about tonight is the importance, as you start to do personal development work, the importance of developing self-trust or self-confidence. And it's very similar, right? And again, at a very basic level, here's what it means. It means that you are willing to treat yourself like your favorite person and do your best to take care of yourself. And when you drop the ball and you aren't in the habit of taking care of yourself, you almost apologize to yourself and you course correct and you figure it out and you do better. Okay, I'm going to give you, this is a completely silly example, but yesterday or last night was amazing. I, my local friend, Wendy, who's phenomenal, she's the manager of this darling store in my town, and she invited me in as part of her holiday party to do a book signing. Okay, how fun is that, right? It was amazing. I had such a blast, and I'm going to do a whole other episode just on that, but this is giving you a little context. So getting ready for the book signing and just, you know, so much going on with the business and personal, and it's obviously the month of December, so it's just cuckoo birds, right? I got distracted yesterday and I was in a rush and I did not take very good care of my body. I didn't eat in a way that was going to support my body. So consequently, The entire day, I ate like a really, one of those really crappy power bars. I drank like two glasses of champagne. I had a two cold dried out breadsticks and two chocolate covered pretzels. Now, I didn't really realize that until I woke up this morning feeling like shit. And I was like, what on earth is going on? First of all, was I exhausted? 100%. But then I realized I hadn't taken very good care of myself yesterday. And consequently, my body wasn't feeling good. And today I was going to course correct. So I very much took care of myself. I ate protein. I drank a lot of water. I had my green juice. I had a great workout. And I took a three-hour nap. And now I'm right as rain. Okay, so back to the whole self-trust thing. Here's another little thing I'm going to throw in the mix and then we'll get to the point. So when I was teaching, I loved to give a a pretest in spelling on Monday. 
And if the kids scored like a, I don't know, it was like a 90% or above on the list, right? They could choose, they didn't have to, but they could choose to make their own spelling list for the week. Okay. So when I would share with people that that's what I was doing, people would come back, whether it was other teachers or, or friends or parents or whatever it was, they, or even the students would say these things. They would come back and they'd say, well, that's causing way too much work for you as a teacher. That, that seems crazy. Like how on earth, if you have like, like, let's say you have half the class doing their own spelling list. How on earth are you possibly going to give that test on Friday? And I would say, well, that's easy. The kids that have their own list will partner up and they can go out in the hallway or right outside, you know, where they're still close enough and I can keep an eye on them and they'll give each other their test. And, you know, I'll read, you know, if I were one of the kids, I'll read this person their test and then we'll take turns and they'll read me my words and I'll take my test and then we'll grade each other's test and then turn it into me. Oh, well, what if they cheat? Um, and what if they don't do it fairly or what if they erase their answers? And I would say, okay, here's the thing. They've already aced the grade level spelling test. So who the fuck cares? First of all, second of all, this is an exercise in self trust and a, they trusted themselves to pick words for their list that were challenging, that they didn't know how to spell. And I encourage them to pick words that they might actually use in their life or use in writing. Like don't pick some gigantic long word just for the sake of it, unless that's what you want to do and it is your list, so do whatever the damn damn hell you want to do. So I thought that was really interesting. So the other question that would always come is this, well, um, what if a kid tests out of the grade level spelling list on Monday and they don't want to do their own list. How do you make them? And I'm like, why would I make them? You know what? Some kids don't give a rip about spelling. And even if they test out of that list and that's the same damn list that they want to take for the test on Friday, I don't give a crap. That's their choice. They get to decide that for themselves. So I don't really care. The point of all of this gibberish is this, at the end of the day, everything is about self-trust, self-confidence, the willingness to have that relationship with yourself so that you can know that you're going to take care of yourself and you're not going to get it right every time. Like I blew it yesterday. I didn't take care of myself and consequently I didn't feel very good, but as soon as I realized it. I circled back, I took ownership, and I did what I could do to get back on track. That really is what self-trust and self-confidence comes down to. It's not about doing things perfectly. It's not about always following through on everything you plan to do. It's not about, you know, um, never making a mistake. No, it's about a commitment more than anything to do the best that you can in any given moment to have your own back. And when you aren't doing what is in your best interest long-term, you course correct and you do it better next time. So as you go through personal development work, whatever it may be, 
you want to remember to keep your curiosity in the mix because when you veer off course, if you are willing to get really curious about why you did it, like let's say you want to be better about gossiping about other people and damn it all, if not two hours later, you're gossiping and talking shit about something, somebody all over again. And you know, maybe your first reaction is, well, fuck, you know what this, I, I can, I can't commit to anything. I don't, I don't, you know, stay true to what I plan. Okay. Yeah. You could, you could approach it that way, but you're going to miss the opportunity to figure out why you're doing it. And if you get curious and you say, okay, why did I feel compelled in that moment to gossip when I had just said, I'm not going to do it anymore. And you get curious and you realize, you know what? I remember thinking that the other person might reject me and talk about me if I didn't join in on the gossip. I didn't actually feel safe. Interesting. Okay. So going forward, how can I feel safe next time so that I can decide not to engage? Or what can I decide to do in advance that um, I know I can stick to so that if something comes up, I can stay true to what I said I was going to do? That curiosity, my friends, is everything. So I just wanted to mention that to you. When do you notice that you have self-trust and have your own back? And even more importantly, when do you notice that you don't and what is going on for you that you don't stick to what you said you were going to do? Just get curious. As always, deeply grateful that you're here. Have an intoxicating rest of your day and I will, I will be back tomorrow with more. Hey, my friend, if you're thirsty for more than this daily shot and ready to intoxicate the hell out of your personal or professional life, I'd love to invite you to coach one-on-one with me. It all starts with a complimentary happy hour call. Head on over to terrybradway.com. That's Terry with two R's and an I. Bradway, spelled just the way that it sounds. Once you get there, my friend, Click on the Work with Terry button and we'll take it from there. Thanks for listening and have an amazing day.